Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble, and my name's Marcus, and if that is not enough, I've got three chaps for you to meet. Jim's one of them. Hello. Pete's number two. Oh, nah, nah. What's my name? Pete. And uh, Luke is number three. All right. How you doing, boys? Good, thanks. Right then, uh, it's uh, October, and that means we've teamed up with Pez 2012, haven't we, Pete? Yeah, we have. We're sponsored by Pez 2012, the footballer's football game, Marcus. Oh, yes. uh, Which is out now for PS3 and Xbox 360. No way. Yep, my yep, goodness. Yep. Now, of course, the, last week we had the opening question of if you could play for another country other than your own, uh, who would it be and why? Jimbo, <laughs> yeah. what have well, we got? We got some emails back, obviously, as that was that's how it worked. Um, <laughs> and it's from David Turner. I play for England, you idiots. Then ah. Ignore that last email. I completely misheard the question. <laughs> <laughs> My real answer, I'd like to be eligible to be picked for Qatar, as I believe it's every football player's dream to play underneath a huge mechanical clout. And, uh, David, I can say you have uh, you have won the competition. Oh, no, 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 I've misread the rules. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> oh, dear. But thanks all the same. Um, sorry, David. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm not sorry about that. Yeah. Okay, here's one that did win. Um, <laughs> Just to rub it in, David. Yeah. <laughs> Hail Ramble. And I like that. Yep. Yeah. More of that. Uh, if I was to play for any other country, it would be for Sealand. Sealand is an old World War II deep sea platform in the North Sea that is a sovereign principality all in itself. I think we've spoken about Sealand before. Yeah, yeah. It has a population of 27 people, but only three official residents. Due to the nature of the local and obvious lack of space, as Sealand is only 550 metres squared for a football pitch, I would join their government as a military commander and proceed to invade and annex <laughs> once square mile of either Scotland or France subdue the local population and instigate a national service programme for the football team thanks guys that is from Sean Cleaver so Sean the Xbox 360 game will be on its way to you to be fair Sean that is an excellent answer yeah. <laughs> uh, the second winner is um, Xander or Alexander Crook he calls himself Xander we, we're going to gloss over that though he's still one um, I'm writing as a born and bred Scotchman but I have to say if I could choose any country to play for it would be England outrageous wow mm. it's not an, as exotic choice as the Galapagos Islands but I have my reasons I'd play for England purely to annoy the miserable buffoons who jump on the anyone but England bandwagon during every major tournament uh, wearing an anyone but England t-shirt doesn't mean you're big it doesn't mean you're clever and it doesn't mean you're William Wallace either <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> cheers and uh, a PS3 version of uh, PES 2012 on its way to you sir yeah um, to, um, to this address fellow Scotsman I imagine I imagine we may get some follow up on that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking forward to you moving south Alexander because <laughs> you're going to have to <laughs> just put, Pete just put Alexander Crook uh, Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. It should get there. Righty ho. Uh, this week's opening question is now Mario Balotelli uh, for Manchester City against Aston Villa celebrated in slightly antagonistic fashion. 
Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, at character, uh, it would. <laughs> uh, so, therefore, uh, I'd like to ask you, gentlemen, and myself, how would you celebrate if you wanted to wind up the opposition fans, Jimbo? Uh, what I would do is um, remember the classic Lee Sharp celebration where you got the corner flag and you Elvis. got the microphone. The Elvis. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What I would do is I, I would take the corner flag, stick it in the ground in front of the fans, and do like a really sarcastic rendition of whatever their sort of club anthem was back at them. That's a good celebrate one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I get my teammates, which presumably would be you guys we'd have stashed them in for instruments we'd do like a little medley of all the hits yeah. <laughs> all the club hits in front of them because and you, they'd hate that but yeah they would hate that the you referee know, definitely wouldn't break it up you know you know what happens uh, well we'd all take a booking for that wouldn't we yeah I'll be happy to take <laughs> okay, okay. But what happens this is probably when you're 3-4 up you know? yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> well, it'd have to be because you went on and lost the game you'd never leave but it down yeah. but what happens sometimes when people try and do celebrations like that you always get someone from your own team who didn't really get the memo no. and he just dives on you and yeah, ruins yeah, it so you'd yeah. have to brief them effectively before yeah, absolutely. PT. Um, there's nothing that winds up opposition fans, uh, certainly homophobic fans, than uh, yes. a bit of man on man love. So I just give my uh, right. fellow man a bit of a kiss. <laughs> it's already well, been I, done. I, what? No, 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 no but it'd be a good one. Pete's talking a Frenchy. And, oh, and, yeah. and there'd be a lot of eye contact, there'd be fondling, there'd be touching, but. Uh, Whispering. Yeah. Very breezy. Whispering, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Try and p- pick a French teammate and it'll probably. Yeah, exactly. It's very breezy, you know. <laughs> I like that. Viva la France I quite like it as well I think that would be A breakthrough moment In the, uh, in the fight Against it's homophobic quite romantic. football mm. yeah, exactly. it would, it would, Not a dirty be Heroic yeah. yeah It would be a heroic act Let's yeah. not give Kiss in the yellow card No Would be my uh, <laughs> Quite things. convoluted statement <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would be the accompanying Wordy slogan <laughs> A noble cause yeah. Okay Alright excellent Luke what have you got I'd go for I'd wait till the I had an away fixture At Craven Cottage Craven Cottage I'd score in the last minute To Ooh. win To take all the points Away from said cottage yeah. I'd unveil Take my shirt off To unveil a Pantsil Fulham shirt oh, right. And I'd do the Pantsil lap of honour No they'd love that To make them re- Remind them Of the great man They've lost But they'd love that though It's Fulham you can't antagonise yeah. them And they'd just be like Oh brilliant Nice <laughs> one we, we caught Abby Take the points I've, pick, I've picked a noble enemy there It's impossible to offend Yeah exactly them. It's a hard task Should have gone down The Michael Jackson route Yeah Yeah Because d- they all hate that Don't they yeah. Well Again <laughs> Hatred is a very <laughs> Very um, Unapplicable word yeah. good Craven Cost. Just jump I'd in the neutral area And just start kicking <laughs> Yeah yeah. <laughs> I'll do the opposite to Pete I'll actually go to The, mo- the most loving ground And just properly kick Wade off Wade in Yeah yeah <laughs> Windmills <laughs> All sorts It's <laughs> the family section <laughs> It's the McDonald's family section. I'd go in the cottage. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I, I might drag the Michael Jackson statue in it, so it's always looking out the front window. It's <laughs> quite sinister. Way. Like, yeah, yeah, it's worth it. It's on um, like a ton bit of concrete. If it wins me the points, yeah, it's true. You <laughs> have to get Grant Holt to help you. Did out. you see, did you see how long it took them to tear that uh, statue of Saddam when they took over Iraq? Oh my the goodness. Americans, yeah, yeah. <laughs> try to pull that bugger down. Yeah. The Jackson ones. Fulham fans should do that. <laughs> yeah. They should recreate that moment with the Jackson statue. Put a funny flag over its face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Freedom uh, into the Thames. It would go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I my answer is going to be uh, I, a lot of football fans are moronic, quite sadly. So I Present was company, included. yeah, that's right. Um, mm. I would score a goal and just whip out a book and just start reading in front of them. From where? Well, from any passage of the book. No, where was no, the book from? Me? Any passage? Oh, from from any passage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like put Getting it about the pig's I would, I would just like put it by the side of the pit. Like you know, I would pick a corner. I'd stick it in the corner. Dig a little hole before end. Well, you uh, dig it up when you need it in yeah. the corner of the pit. Yeah. I've what happens if you scored up the other end? No, no. I, I, I'm that good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I buy two books. Yeah. Yeah. He's a millionaire. Mm. Exactly. Don't worry about it. Um, Jimbo's got the points. 
Well done, Jimbo. Yeah, well Thanks, done, Jimbo. Well done, Jimbo. I like it when you, you go through the motion so much with the opening question because you know that Jim's already got the point. So you just, oh, I just get this done. Yeah. But yeah, Jim's got the point. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a complete waste of time, really. Now then, if you'd like to win a copy of PEZ 2012, please answer that question that we just did. How would you celebrate if you wanted to wind up the opposition fans? Get your answers into show at thefootballramble.com. Show at thefootballramble.com. Make sure you bloody answer the question. A lot of you haven't been doing that quite oddly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, give speci- us a game. Yeah, yeah. specify <laughs> which games console you would like it for. I'm actually put PES 2012 in the subject line. The mm. Lot of admin yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to earn it. <laughs> there ain't nothing for free in this world, <laughs> apart from the football ramble. There you go. And the best things in life are free. Yeah. Uh, into the Premier League we shall march. Liverpool one, Manchester United one. Not a bad. Ge- well, not a bad second half. Mm, it did take a while to get going, didn't mm. it? Good point for United in the end, do you think? I've just, I've just got a mind notes. Wall, exclamation mark. Giggs, exclamation mark. <laughs> <laughs> he's a terrible wall. Yeah. yeah. You found the stuff, everything he's good at, <laughs> I've found the thing he's terrible at, and it's in, being in the wall. It's about <laughs> like the third or fourth time I think I've seen him just crumble. <laughs> like an wall. actual wall. There's yeah. no need for him to do that, is there, really? He's he played the, the game whole, before. Yeah, exactly. What you do? It's only a ball. You must have you've seen it before. Yeah, the, the uh, post-match interview with Stephen Gerrard was interesting. He couldn't believe it. He could not believe he'd scored. I he even said, that. "I'm not very good at free kicks," which is odd because he's scored loads of belting free kicks. Yeah, I was I that's say. a really odd thing for Gerrard <laughs> to have said. It's just odd so, for him to admit that he's not good at something as well. Yeah. <laughs> he, he couldn't believe his luck, but he, it, <laughs> it, it was so simple, wasn't it? The guy didn't even see it, and just yeah, so just, had a great game actually. I thought. Yeah, he did. I, feel, I, I, I sort of saw Carroll giving him a bit of a rough ride because he just he doesn't like it up him, does he? No, he just I could see him sort of because he does back in a little bit, old uh, Andy Carroll. Carroll's just a gonna... big physical, imposing <clears throat> specimen, isn't he? In that area, and, and I, I think. <clears throat> As good as De Gea is, I mean, I think any goalkeeper would struggle if Andy Carroll's on his game and, and really imposing himself. Yeah, he's going to he's going to keep you very busy in a way that not many players do. You know, absolutely. Hernandez. People are talking about Hernandez. Oh, he's just like it's instinctive and stuff. He's such an intelligent runner in oh, the ball. Yeah. He knows where the ball's going every time. You know, and and for him to pop up wasn't surprising. Oh, he's a fiend for space. Oh, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Terrific header. It was just oh, yeah. Poof. Mm. I just, he looks so happy when he scores Chicharito. Oh yeah, I he love loves that it. about him. It's just he's got this infectious sort of. You know, love for the game. You can see it. It's just—it's a pure joy for him to, to play and to score. Very him, him and Arshavin were just my two favourite faces. I think in the family. <laughs> it's just something he's got in common with Tevez. Just happy to be there. Happy to be playing. Just get involved. Uh, Rooney didn't start the game probably because he was a little bit upset or put off by his three-match ban by UEFA. We'll miss all of England's group games for the European Championship. All of England's games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, yes. Rooney must—it must have really affected him from to you know for Ferguson to have made that call. We that's not the you, you know the, not the point. Well, that's that, that doesn't help anyone. Is it that thought that too? Now it's happened. <laughs> so you know. If, for him to be that affected that he wasn't in the right sort of frame of mind to play, you think he'd be raring to get out there, just sort of get some games under his belt. Get well, it, it, it proves, how, uh, yeah, it proves how much is affected him. He's, he's apparently prepared to fly to Zurich mm. to speak to them. Go to, to go to the FIFA house. His arms are damn strong. <laughs> if, if I was on his flight I wouldn't want to be In front of him Because he'd be like a baby Just kicking Kicking, <laughs> kicking. Yeah. But the Montenegro defender um, Has reportedly volunteered To speak on behalf of But he shouldn't No I know he shouldn't But I'm, it's crazy I'm, I'm, an, I'm an Englishman I want to see him do well But it's violent conduct It's a three game ban I know yeah. Sharvin got a two game ban For something slightly different I mean Sharvin was more provoked And, it was and look at him <laughs> Look at yeah. that little yeah. face that's, that's a different Yeah Rooney <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean with the, the 
the point of that ban, that specific three match ban, isn't it, is when it's you know considered assault. And yeah. it, <laughs> and it, and it was. was, wasn't it? It's yeah. just, there's no two ways about it. But I do think a three game ban, given the sort of you know the amount of international games that are played, is harsh. I think you know in a, in a league that's fair enough because it's you know a marathon rather than a sprint. But three games coming in, going into mm. a tournament, I do think that's a lot. So do you think they'll they'll rescind a game then? Well, given what a big star Rooney is, I would not be surprised if it went back to <laughs> Matt, two. Maybe. I know it shouldn't, but yeah. it would not surprise me if, if they if they did bring it down. Oh, I think he's more likely to to remain three matches because he is a big name. And and they but, but they, they want, want their, their big players, players there, don't they? They? The, the marketing and the. Uh, but they could they can also do the old frivolous appeal thing and bump it up as well oh, yeah. if, if they want to. So well, it's a yeah. bit of a bit of a tightrope. Well, if it was bumped up, then you surely you wouldn't take him. Well, I don't think you'd. I, would, I probably wouldn't take him anyway. No, you know. Whatever it matches. In my, my opinion, I, mean, it, I think I said last week um, when um, we talked about him, he is England's best player on form. But the England players are so unreliable. Apart from him, mm. or what will happen is if he doesn't play in the group stages, in my opinion, it'll be even if we grind our way through the group, yep. they'll be tempted to bring Rooney back, and all the other players will just look to him the whole time. Well, that's and, right. That's and, right. And, and I think it'll really unbalance him. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that um, uh, you wrote an excellent piece, Luke, about um, England's talisman asphyxiation. Uh, yeah, which which other countries had, and they've got rid of, and it's done them well. Although. <laughs> it does worry me because he is England's best player but then has he been performing I don't know it would be nice to see other people personally well will he put into Steven Gerrard and just try and fill that gap well, there were, uh, on Twitter there was a couple of people going, Ramblers, why won't you take uh, Daniel Sturridge to the uh, European Championships? Mm. And you just replied, we don't pick the England team. <laughs> yeah. So we've been told off because yeah. Sturridge wasn't getting the England squad. But I'm sure Sturridge will go. Yeah, but that phone call made a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Sturridge, should, Sturridge should be there or thereabouts. Every time I've seen him this season, he's been quality. But Sturridge, though, he's, he's playing him on the right wing, is um, AVB. Mm. But it's, not, it's a, more a forward than a yeah. winger, isn't it? Yeah, he wants to play, um, he wants to play central. I, do you know really what? He showed at Bolton that he can do that. Do you know what I do? I've said it before I don't Bobby Zamora lead the line and the reason is and people laugh at that but you've got you've got the four defenders three in the middle you need three in the middle and you're two wide boys inverted wingers but Zamora's used to doing that for Fulham with inverted wingers he can mm. play that position and so he's used to his he's, um, link up play is excellent if he can play with his back to goal he can bring in the likes of Gerrard or Young or whoever you've got there but he can also play looking at goal get on the end of crosses and all the rest of it. he's big he's strong he can bully defenders if you're big and you're strong and you, and you know what you're doing you're always going to be a handful sold <laughs> I'm in I'm yeah. up for it yeah. For yeah, yeah I'm up for it yeah. I, I think what you might do Is um, play three up top With perhaps Sturridge in the middle Because I think yeah. he'd be better at Bent Than as you say Sort of bringing other players into it Hold yeah. it up there And maybe have Adam Johnson And Ashley Young on the wing Yeah that would be Overlapping now, That would be exciting as well I won't make but this it's just panic sort of And bring Defoe um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And all the other sort of Defoe's Crouch Defoe's Crouch Gerard Lampard Defoe Crouch Joe Cole on the right Kieran Dyer on the left yeah. <laughs> Flat 4-4-2 four, four, <laughs> David Beckham in goal yeah. Trevor Sinclair on the bench yeah. um, uh, What well, Joe Cole yeah I think per, you know, wh- well Whatever happens Rooney will miss the final <laughs> so, yeah. But George I don't think he's the only, only England player to miss the final team, <laughs> <laughs> Am I being stupid when I say I probably am um, that I've seen Joe Cole play better more times than I've seen Rooney play better for England It's an interesting thought well, I think for a long time Joe Cole was England's most consistent performer so I don't think that's an outrageous claim yeah. Cole's playing well Not think, recently I think Cole's probably not going to be in the pecking order is he? 29 now Who knows Who knows, Who knows? Anyway uh, back to the Premier League Well uh, just briefly actually before we go uh, back to the Premier League Joey Barton did you see him? He was on Talk Sports saying that England are just a southern elitist club I'd like to point out though that only 9 out of the 24 man squad which uh, faced Montenegro 
were from the south of England and only eight players out of the 24 man squad play for teams based in the south of England so I don't <laughs> I, think, I don't know what he means he plays for I think, he's, south of England. I think yeah. he's talking more about Wembley he, was, he went on in that interview to say that he preferred it when England were touring around the country playing at different grounds I did as people well. felt they could connect like, with the team he d- he does and talk I kind of I'm that. with him on that as he well he does talk about the sort of north, north-south divide a little bit but it's one of those things where it's kind of like you know where he's coming from you know why he's saying it but also I think if he'd said that like if Man City hadn't signed up a lot of those sort of players yeah like your millers and stuff I would sort of speculate that a year ago that might have been the case or two years ago I don't know I'd oh well the Adam Johnson Milner but the point, the point Jim's actually made I think it's a good one because Wembley has turned into a huge white elephant for mm. England they seem to not enjoy playing at home as much as they do away and it was perfectly fine when we had, a st- we had England touring around the country because mm. um, lots of different people got to see them That's right. it was oh, something yeah, no, new every time well, there was a real excitement as well as you say I mean, when would have saved us 800 million <laughs> <laughs> just chuck that out there <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, money to burn, mate. Yes, yeah, we're such a small country. I mean, there's an argument to even say that we don't really need a national stadium I don't think we like do. that. No, we don't, don't need the England team to be playing there every single time. What's the only thing that could make it worse now? Just tear it all down. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> Sorry about that. We didn't need it. Let's so, go back on the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Turn it into flats. Yeah. Now, uh, back in the Premier League, Manchester City have gone top, beating Aston Villa 4-1. Uh, Balotelli amongst the goal scorers, as we said before. See, Balotelli had an arrow on his head. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's his latest hairstyle. Apparently, mm. goes to the same hairdressers every other week or something to get a, di- a new one. I like that. Does yeah. he ask for it or does he just let the hairdresser do have free reign? Very oh, fertile. You wow. don't tell a doctor what to do. That. Yeah, it's a profession. You don't tell a doctor what to do. True, but you'd be worried about that if you're that hairdresser doing it to Mario because if he doesn't like it, he's just going to d- do something really unpredictable. He's going to eat all the mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't mad. get is the thing I don't get it is he, he seems to be the only person who goes to a hairdresser and comes out with more hair because we went in before and it was all like tram lined. And then, mm. like at the weekend, it had more hair. The tram lines were filled in. Pete said, "Maybe just he's prolific at growing hair." Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, Marcus, maybe over the passing you. of time, his hair has grown. I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wild. But he's a complicated character. Out, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he took his goal well, anyway. Isn't it? Yeah, no, that was great, wasn't it? Yeah, lovely one. And one thing about the the four one game was that Villa seemed to not really help themselves. And I know that it's a bit of a um, the, the dice are loaded in, in in Man City and Man United's favour, and these big teams are always going to do well, but. You got to help yourself. You got to go there. You got to keep it really tight. You got to mm. hassle them. You got to close the pitch down. Make yourselves narrow, hard to break down. And Villa just seem to invite a lot of pressure onto themselves. Should they be playing Emil Heskey at centre back? This is what McLeese <laughs> has been saying. <laughs> yeah, just well, maybe he is a really good centre back. Yeah. He's got all the attributes to be a centre back, as we've seen from his career as a forward. <laughs> Clearances. <laughs> yeah. He's built like Ledley Flipping King. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, McLeish um, said he, he could become a centre half as he's played him there in training, and apparently he's adapted with good effect. Uh, McLeish said, I played him at centre back last week in training, and he was spraying the ball about as if I was watching Franz Beckenbauer. Could this be the return of the Libero? Does he mean <laughs> Franz Beckenbauer like, now? Yeah. No, maybe, yeah. maybe. Why are we not playing him then, Alex? Oi, Libero? What is he in the team? Yeah, Wait, it, I, I just like the way he said, as if I was watching Franz Beckenbauer <laughs> not necessarily what he saw was like Franz Beckenbauer it's a very confusing turn of mm, phrase I yeah, think yeah. I don't know it's not going to endear himself to the uh to his fans, basically, is it? <laughs> McLeish. I, I don't think it is. We have to go back um, to Mario Balotelli just for a moment because he's been put in charge of sorting out Manchester City's Christmas party. I love that. Isn't this more that he kind of put himself in charge? Well, a source from the club <laughs> said, Mario isn't one for drinking and falling out of clubs. He just thinks he can take the party to the next level. Drugs, that means, right, surely. Yeah, well, yeah. some of the lads... centre point. Are we getting in a lift, Mario? Yes, we are, yes, sorry. <laughs> some of the lads are half expecting... Oh, he's literally taking us to the next level. <laughs> some of the lads are half expecting imported snow with tigers and dwarves. 
tight. Where's that come some, from? Some of the lads. A sauce. A sauce. <laughs> a sauce that's been on it. On the sauce, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, pal. Yeah. Um, that's great stuff. So there we go, we can certainly look forward I to I can that. honestly say this is the first time I can sincerely mention that it's, it's a footballers party I w- actually want to go to. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> they, they always seem like awful affairs otherwise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of awful affairs, uh, Bolton won 3-1 at Wigan. Not a high quality game, but Bolton finally won a match for the first time since the opening day of the season. Mm. Bolton are dreadful at the back. <laughs> they are dreadful. <laughs> Wigan worse. Oh, Wigan yeah. were awful. Yeah. Wigan, it was, every goal was from a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their badge motto. <laughs> every goal a picture. Welcome to the DW Stadium where every goal is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I don't mind having a pop at Wigan because statistically speaking, no one's going to get offended. <laughs> yeah. I'm AJ coming up fast. Cool. He is now then. Uh, Chelsea, who beat Everton three-one, have paid two million pounds to MK Dons for 14-year-old Aluasi Ojo um, or Ojo, should I say? Uh, who he came on uh, for England under 16s against Northern Ireland under 16s, made a real impact, uh, caught the eye um, of many a scout. And Chelsea like, have got him for two million. It's almost like um, they've only done that. To sort of wind Everton up because I think Everton spent fifty thousand pounds in the summer, and Chelsea, I think that's how much they spent outlaid yeah. in the summer. And, and Chelsea just going, look at this, two million, it's only fourteen. <laughs> look at him. Do you want him? Oh, you can't have him. We're going to yeah. make him empty the bins. Who's yeah. the bluest now? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I read about this transfer, right? And Chelsea, um, it was MK Dons. He, he, he yes, was a yeah. youth player. Right? And Chelsea made three separate bids for him during the game where they were watching him, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently there were scouts from other clubs there bidding as well. I didn't know it worked like that. <laughs> It's like the stock market. <laughs> There's got to be some sort of legal issue around that. But, stock market? It's like a cattle market. I was going to say, it's like the Highland Cattle Show. Yeah. Like, which is a great cattle show, incidentally. Yeah. One of the right, best. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like him to be the next uh, Sunny Pike, Jim? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Uh, he's got similar hair to Sunny Pike. To, to be fair, he's one of those. He's Sunny at, Pike he's yeah, he had like ringlet sort of hair, didn't he? Curly Ringlets hair. and dreads are very different. Very things. different, Luke. All right, Mr. Culture. Sorry. <laughs> Mr. Culture. What's that? Sorry, Gokwan. Go on, Pete, carry on. Uh, well, at 14, he's going to be uh, at the sort of age where you can sort of imagine him. You know, you're already a footballer at 14 nowadays. Come on, I mean, he's, I he's he'll be practic- <laughs> practically the finished article, won't he? Mm. Two years. What can you learn in two years? What can you learn? Um, he was apparently he was training with the MK Dons first team, made his debut for the MK Dons under 18s at the age of 13. Can, can I, I mean, <laughs> can that is about as under eighteen as you can get in it. Mm. Presumably, there's a, there's a there must be some sort of loophole because I'm sure it was illegal to sign players under the age of a certain. You know, is it, maybe it's a pre-contract thing. I think they get around it by that. I think yeah. you have to be sixteen to sign professional form, thought, time yeah. terms or something. It might not be a professional contract. They've gone yeah. on things away. They've just chucked a lot of money. Out Anyone who knows, email in. You won't you won't get a computer game, but email in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you will get a teenage footballer. Now, um, uh, oh dear, oh dear. Look at this. Foreign owners. Want to end Premier League relegation? That was disgusting. These bloody foreigners coming over here. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. It's bold. The, the only person, okay. the, only person <laughs> the only person not in opposition to that is actually uh, Owen from. Coyle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, let's hear him out. He said. <laughs> Come on, let's hear what he's got to say. When can we bring <laughs> this in? As Roberto Martinez nods his head. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with 
Diary. So you're saying we can get this in place in January? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently, um, uh, there's, uh, according to the League Managers Association uh, Chief Richard Bevan, a number of the foreign owners of the Premier League clubs, foreign owners, yeah. just owners. Yeah. Um, it, 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 I love the article it was talking about, and if more foreign owners buy Premier League clubs, it could happen. <laughs> it's not a yeah, question of where you're from, yeah. it's what, what the owners of the club might fancy. Everyone knows yeah, people from overseas, but propensity. You know, all the English clubs won't vote for it. Yeah, exactly. Or right, English owners, rather. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure that the Football Association itself has like a veto on this decision anyway. Mm. Any, any sort of big, ra- wide-ranging decisions around the competition, I'm sure, I'm, I'm not sure, I may be wrong, but the Football Association have got a veto on that. True, right? but I know for the rules to change, um, the league states that 14 clubs must vote in favour of any new reform. Yeah. So 14 clubs I thought the Football it. Association Had a veto on that as well though. Mm. Maybe not I don't know. It, it gets <sighs> tricky I can't see it happening Let's just You know For the sake of argument Say it did happen And talk about How utterly rubbish That would be <laughs> It would just kill The competition dead You know Just what would be the point In being to one of the lower leagues If you could never Progress out <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's you'd have to, you'd, The championship Would have to just Try and get better Than the Premier League Yeah <laughs> Well it would be It would be sort of like You'd have the same league They'd, be, they'd, yeah, they'd yeah. effectively Turn to rival competition well, yeah. What, yeah That's what they have In a lot of American sports Isn't it You don't mm. have relegation Then you change franchises Don't you So mm. I don't know the, You know Like the Arizona What's it's become Like the LA things And all this <laughs> sort of and what's it? Well, yeah. yeah, all right. I was going to say it's a strange sponsorship. <laughs> the LA Monster Munch. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like the which du- is what the galaxy, the Philadelphia Frazzles. Yeah. I quite like the uh, Dutch system where, like, the the bottom team goes down, but the two above that they go into playoff with yeah. the top two, top two after top, top, top three teams. Yeah. 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 Uh, Scotland as well. Well, that's a little bit different. That's over a few seasons, isn't it? It's yeah, like, but um, still, they, they do that, obviously, River Plate. The Argentinian ones are shameless in trying to protect the big clubs and not get rid of them. Still happening, this year, isn't yeah, it? it is, mm. yeah. Well, let's go to the Championship, where Steve Cottrell has moved to Nottingham Forest as manager. Luke, what do you reckon? That was the sound of Portsmouth dodging a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> 300,000 for him as well. Is that right? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. You happy with that? I'm stunned. You can get Too a whole new squad player. player. <laughs> well, you get a whole new teenage squad player for that. Exactly. You could pay Carney for another couple of months. Is that right? But if, um, <laughs> if, I, if I'm rational about it, I think that Forrester obviously trying to save money yeah. and he's probably quite a cheap option. But there are other managers around. Frank Clark is back. Let's not forget. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's man, the real story here. A man who looks just plain odd without a moustache. He does <laughs> He always has though to His be top fair. lip looks far too roomy Yeah he needs, to he needs a tag So what is he, he's in the backroom staff is he? He's the director isn't he yeah, I'm oh, sorry of course yeah. but, um, Niall Quinn steps down He's Backroom uh, staff oh, We're talking about sorry, Forrest Frank. Legends Oh Driscoll could have gone to Forrest He's uh, without a club at the moment He's a good. Ma- oh, he's a better manager than Cottrell yeah, For my yeah, money yeah. So um, I think that um, it's a, I think it's a good thing Portsmouth were okay under Cottrell last season They played some alright stuff But they've been turgid this year From what I've seen mm. um, And they were alright at the weekend without him So Long Golly who would I fancy? Yeah. Mourinho. <laughs> uh, Realistically. <laughs> yeah. I think I'd like to see O'Driscoll. I wouldn't mind O'Driscoll. Uh, Dave Jones wouldn't mind a bit of him. Megson. Yeah. Uh, Paul Tisdale. Megson. No. Megson. <laughs> I'm just trying to link into the next it. thing. Yeah. Megson. Yeah, oh, Megson. Megson, he'll think it's a nightmare. Yeah. Megson. <laughs> Megson. Stop it. Hang on a minute. Now, Jimbo's just said Megson. Let's go down to League One. Yeah. The Sheffield Derby happened. It was 2 all. And uh, Wednesday were 2 0 down. The Steel with, City. With Derby. eight minutes to go. Pulled it back. Danny Wilson, former Wednesday manager, of course, uh, now in charge mm. of United. Wasn't too happy about the equalising goal. It's Thought it was a foul on the keeper. Um, Sheffield, what happened was Sheffield United conceded two goals in the last eight minutes. Yes. Um, because the referee was only 26. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed to be what Danny Wilson was saying. Yeah. <laughs> Happens all the time. Yeah. Young referees, eh? Yeah. He's probably never seen a goal before. <laughs> exactly. He, he doesn't, doesn't understand the rules. <laughs> he doesn't understand how it works. Tune it up in the derby with eight minutes left and you draw the game. Yeah. 
It's Pitbull. <laughs> the manager just goes, blame anyone. Blame yeah. anyone we can. should not be even in yeah. the bloody 18 yard box. Uh, never underestimate the Megson factor. <laughs> I was, well, exactly. I was doing a bit of reading up on this around. Um, uh, can we get of, the Megson point on with the back? Well, the, this is what I was going to say. Uh, a lot of people were saying, well, I never really used to like her. I never really wanted Sheffield United to win before. I don't think they're that really popular. But then uh, Megson got involved. So <laughs> I, I much prefer Sheffield United now. The man sucks any sort of goodwill from any situation ever. Absolutely. He goes into his own living room on Christmas morning and everyone's like, oh, that's brought it down <laughs> oh, oh, the tree died yeah. <laughs> wrap the presents back up yeah <laughs> <laughs> now we move on to the main part of the show as I like to call it the SPL section um, Spool <laughs> Kilmarnock 3 Celtic 3 I was so excited at half time because it was 3-0 to Killy I couldn't mm. believe it I thought by the you Did know you see the game? if my maths are correct it'll end 6-0 to Killy but um, <laughs> I got it wrong a bit um, what a, it was a good comeback from Celtic but they are on the ropes but they were given a, a a slight helping hand from St Mirren who got a 95th minute equaliser uh, at Rangers so so one all there Can I just ask how bad was Celtic exactly in the first half then? Just shocking oh, just Charlie Mulgrew in particular played an absolute like blind man's back pass for the first <laughs> for third goal rather it was it was suicidal I mean yeah. he set up the winner in the end so he sort the of BMBP. You know, pulled it back <laughs> oh, He hasn't pulled it back that means he's level well, yeah. he's at zero <laughs> you know yeah. um, it kind of made up for it but it, it, it was like you know Sunday league stuff he, yeah. he just basically wasn't thinking can I, can I do a Shakespeare and a side yeah uh, listeners d- during the Scotland section uh, I'm basically just thinking about sure Rami will be scoring that goal so <laughs> just just imagine what's going on in my head uh, so I'll stay quiet for this a little yeah. bit yeah alright wicked carry on Marcus uh, Pete, um, Pete's just been chased off by a bear that's <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you ignore the majority <laughs> um, now while the old firm was slipping up Motherwell and Hearts both won they in the, are they amongst it? Right in the fight for second. Yeah. And St Johnston have entered the race for second too. Can you believe this? <laughs> so, I mean, I never Craig thought. Brown. I never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. Uh, St Johnston fifth, 18 points. Hearts fourth, 18 points. Celtic third, 19 points. Game in hand, but Motherwell second. Looking pretty with 22 with points. With their goal difference, though. That's <laughs> 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 a huge difference. Hey, didn't work for South Africa, mate, so ignore that. Um, so the race it's for one. second. Uh, to be honest, the story of this season could be the race for second second in Scotland you've heard it here <laughs> first now Serie A we move on swiftly to uh, on Sunday in Serie A five out of the seven matches were goalless draws rubbish league it's finished but it wasn't the case <laughs> no one watches it anymore no, no it wasn't the case in the Rome derby Jimbo <laughs> when Lazio won 2-1 with the last gasp winner from Miroslav Closer can I just say people have been having a pop at Serie A for that some of the best games I've ever seen have been nil nil well of course it's ridiculous well, yeah did you see in that match um, Cesar's fine chip Oh my dears I mean he lets it down Because he's wearing 99 But it was a beautiful <laughs> Little chip ball into the His volley Off the post <laughs> uh. Was Probably three to five Centimetres away From being the best volley I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> that, that game in general Was just brilliant You know how it was. You know how good a volley It was because Cesar was beside himself When it didn't go in <laughs> He was like Oh no yeah. Did you see what That would yeah. have been Did like Did you see what That nearly was yeah. And it's not like He is 30 now You just sort of yeah. think He's not going to do that again <laughs> Okay. I, I love Cissé He's one of my favourite players <laughs> You're having him aren't you Oh definitely I loved him at Liverpool yeah. I loved him when he got his injury And came back And he still looks a good player like, I liked it when you the... tweeted That he is the best man ever And then somebody said Replied about That he did hit his wife Or something <laughs> That was overzealous <laughs> <laughs> Of him and me Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, what was he the lord he was the lord of the manor of Frodsham yeah. while he was at Liverpool because yeah. that was the you got the, the estate, title with yeah. the estate yeah. um, deserves the, respect for that but yeah, it, was good, it was a good game wasn't it it was a good derby was. game a lot um, of chances um, we talked about Totty we put him in the hall of fame the other week he said that he wants to play until he's 40 
Mm. He also said, um, "It's odd that I haven't scored yet this season." He did. Yeah. I love, I love the confidence there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not bad form. It's just odd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't get my head around this. <laughs> um, I've been doing the same things. Mark, I was saying to Jim on the way here. <laughs> I was, I was saying that if I could pick, if I'd pick three players to guarantee me a goal in the ninetieth minute, a really crucial goal, closer would be up there, wouldn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah Jim said Inzaghi, and obviously I was the third. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, bringing up the room. We did have a third. <laughs> no. Who was it? It was Inzaghi, Closer, and old Palermo. Yes. Yeah. Ah, good shout. San Martin, yeah. Good shout. Um, uh, oh, now, uh, Inter struggling. Uh, lost away at Catania. Only four points from six games this season. It's Inter's situation at the moment was so bad that there was even talk of Samuelettu coming back on loan for January and February to kind of help out. Inter really do. <laughs> That's not how it works. What? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Inter, more than any big club, you know, any club of that stature, really do hibernate in terms of yeah, just oh, like yeah. having a crisis where they won't win anything for they, ages they are, ages they are still like they've just been on a downward spiral since Mourinho left yeah mm. well, I think, I what think, he does he's a heartbreaker well I yeah. think that Mourinho <laughs> is very shrewd he's almost a bit of a redneck like that he knows when things are about to hit the, hit the skids yeah. and he bails out he doesn't stick around too long you know and I was talking to someone briefly well, he, did, he did win it all though oh no he did absolutely but it was all set up for that you know yeah. it was all set up for that season and after that if he had stayed around even if they hadn't won it yeah, true. they would have started to crumble a little bit mm. I think and it's the same as um with, with with Harry Redknapp who does that a lot where he moves on when things aren't going that well yeah. so do you think if he gets the England job he'll leave after winning the World Cup <laughs> yeah well you never know yeah. <laughs> I think you do know I don't think I don't think the FA need any help bankrupting themselves <laughs> speaking of um, Samietta I've seen the, uh, the oh, that's what I call him anyway um, I've seen that some Cameroonian <laughs> Sammy Amietta uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a super plan sort, <laughs> sort of yeah, sort of yeah. it's, it's really oh, not it's the ultimate <laughs> ultimate strike balls yeah. go on Pete um, Eto's going I'm getting the worst out of this <laughs> Amietta's going this is great let Pete, let Pete talk uh, no I just said that some Cameroonian officials managed to uh, he's just got uh, I think he got arrested actually because he's been siphoning off um, Eto's uh, <laughs> wages like how did he Who even has? notice this Cameroonian official for the actual FA <laughs> has been stealing Eto's money I don't how? even know how that works I don't even know how he noticed he's got so much of it Eto's he's swimming around his big ducktails uh, <laughs> big house of thing, money, big yeah. house of coins. Etu, didn't Etu buy like a nice watch for every member of the Cameroonian squad when they qualified for a tournament? Yeah, I right? think it did. Yeah. And this is how he repaired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not bad at all. Right then, uh, Zlatan. Uh, a few weeks ago, he was talking about not having the passion for the game he once had, and was a little bit disillusioned with it. Or did you see that? He didn't play like that at the weekend. He was magnificent. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah. Well, he, him and his agent uh, have both come out and said that he wants to carry on playing, um, possibly until he's thirty-five. Well, it's quite, quite a downbeat Zlatan a few weeks ago, but he, he seemed he, to be picked. He, he looked up. really good. Like, great. Rubino looked very good as well. He looked like he was uh, really enjoying himself in that it, behind they, the back, the front two. They scored three goals of immense quality against Palermo. Mm. I mean, Zlatan. It's interesting you say he might carry on playing until he's a bit older. I don't think he's a player who'll suffer from from age really no. because he's not he's not an impact pacey sort of player. He's mm. more graceful than that. He's more technique, isn't he? But the goals they scored. I mean, one of the assists from Zlatan was absolutely superb, incredible mm. stuff. What yeah. do you think for Rubinho? What do you think his new hair? It's top knot. It looks a bit like um, mm, I'm not like, a, like a judo master or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is like a judo muppet. Which kind of what he <laughs> thinks he is, though, isn't he? Isn't he got some honorary black belt? Black yeah. belt. Yeah. Which yeah. Is not how it works, as we point out many times. No. But um, it's, it's strange with Latan saying he doesn't kind of have the passion he wants to have because I don't think I've ever seen him visibly enjoy anything. <laughs> <laughs> how does he know? Right. He's, yeah. He did. He's a Johnny Ramona. He enjoyed that raspberry score for Sweden against Greece. Yeah, but only for a Euro bit. Two th- well, 
obviously he was, like, be, he was like he was angry if, that he scored it though, for to be bit. fair he can't enjoy himself every minute of every day because he pretty much tries that yeah, <laughs> yeah. and when he gets on the pitch I mean he's got other things to think about shooting and stuff so I mean yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. fair enough oh uh, also all this talk of retirement um, Cassano has set a retirement date apparently which will be after the 2014 World Cup that's he's weird why are three players in Italy doing this all in the same week yeah. Well, he's Probably slow news, but there's no well, goals, was it? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> well, Savage announced his after like a big one. <laughs> well, Totti said forty. Latin's at thirty-five. Cassano, um, just through default from what he's saying, will be thirty-three. He said, "I want three more good years, and then that's it. Because if I continue beyond that, it will become a routine, and routine stresses me." You've been a footballer <laughs> for some time. Yeah, I know. playing with Latin <laughs> stresses him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But I think it's excellent. Now we're off to the FIFA house Because last week we spoke about FIFA And how they are already dictating to Brazil's government uh, About the 2014 World Cup And they're not even there yet FIFA will be exempt from any kind of Brazilian authority or law It would seem for this World Cup But the Brazilians may have found a hero in the form of Romario He's stood up And he isn't having any of it He's no. now a congressman of course Is, uh, is Romario Take and a moment there Yep To think about that <laughs> Romario Yep He's a congressman. Isn't Let's he? have a recount. Yeah. The board. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bebeto's a politician as well, isn't it? Maybe I they can team up again. <sighs> I'd love to see him on a running ticket with Stoichkov. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the Croydon. Yeah, the dream team. Yeah, yeah that'd be amazing. Um, well, Romario said that uh, the idea to give pensioners half price tickets, which FIFA uh, have said, no, you're not doing that. Romario's saying, no, that idea shouldn't d- uh, be done away with, and FIFA should not have more power than the Brazilian president. Romario was also saying things like how. If anything goes wrong, um, it's the government's fault, government's responsibility. FIFA only come out with the benefits of all this, and he's saying, you know, what kind of contract is this? It's absolutely ridiculous, you know. It comes to something when it has to actually be said that FIFA shouldn't have more power than the Brazilian president. (laughs) And and Romario saying that. Romario should have more power than the Brazilian president. Massively good on him, but where are the other politicians? (laughs) He's the most relevant, isn't he? So he's, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of people backing him up on that. But he's, you know, he's the perfect spokesman for it. Yeah. You know, given that he is now a politician as ludicrous as that is <laughs> well is it ludicrous Jimbo he's making good sounds well you know. <laughs> but he, he's about also football I don't know, but he's, he's also got other stuff he needs to be sorting <laughs> out as well uh, he's also trying to get this is a good stuff he's also trying to get uh, the Br- uh, Brazilian Football Confederation President Ricardo Teixeira who we mentioned on the show before before Parliament to answer allegations of corruption he said I love this quote he said people have to be grateful that Ricardo Teixeira brought the World Cup to Brazil congratulations we thank you full stop from here on in <laughs> it's Brazil's um, and he's saying that the, the CBF is a top footballing body but football doesn't have an owner it belongs to the people the CBF's a funny one because I'm sure I've seen it may not be the same anymore but I'm, I'm sure I've seen a documentary centred around it where at one point they had you know the Jules Rimet trophy yeah. they got to keep for winning it three times and they lost it yeah. I think it was just kept on like a shelf in an office yeah, someone stole it and melted it down. Mm. Yeah, uh, pretty much immediately. Which is crazy to think of. I mean, that would be like a national treasure in Well, England would never win it, but you know what I mean? Yeah. England yeah. win the World Cup three times. Uh, it, it would be a national treasure in England. It's a real shame. Oh, it's, it, would be, it is a national treasure. No mm. doubt about it. If you get to keep the World Cup trophy, that, that's incredible, isn't it? But, I mean, that was a long time ago when that happened. We did lose the World Cup, surely. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but we had, a, found it, the we had a crack yeah. team of hounds to find <laughs> to it. Get it we, back, yeah. we had a plan. <laughs> Can anything be more English than that? The, yeah. best, the best thing's going to be found in hedges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, but good. Well, good cups on Paul Rem- Max. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> and whiskers on kittens. <laughs> 
Um, good on Romario though. We're all team Romario. Yeah, though. I'm behind him for what yeah. it's worth. Yeah, he yeah exactly. Has, he has got his rules in his hands and he is rocking them back and forth. That, yeah. And they are invisible. Sort of. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm running out of steam. Somebody come up with something better. Yeah? Diego got, Corner. Hang on, not yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, we've got to talk about FIFA former FIFA man Jack Warner. Mm. Do we have to? Yeah. He's not even in football anymore. No, 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 but there's a nice quote of him being a knob again. Just to let you know, the oh, point God. of us g- him getting out of football yeah. was so we didn't have to talk <laughs> about it every week. Oh, no, 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 but it, um, there's some video footage of him has been leaked, which uh, apparently sees him telling FIFA delegates why bribes aren't a problem. Delegates? <laughs> delegates. <laughs> Strangely apt. Yeah, I was going to say, FIFA delegates, of course, why bribes aren't a problem, and he's quoted as saying, I know there are some people here who believe they are more pious than thou, but if you are pious, go to a church, friends, but the fact is that our business is our business and then he's responded to this um, story of the, f- the footage being leaked by telling the Trinidad to breast I know who made that video I know who did everything this will be a piece of cake for me to deal with <laughs> he's so arrogant about yeah. how corrupt he is yeah tell your boots lads what a bitch eh yeah. uh, Luke what's happening in Diego Corner well Former Argentina coach Sergio Batista has finally opened legal proceedings against El Diego. It's come to this. <laughs> what team are you on, boys? Batista or Diego? Ooh. Oh, Diego, <laughs> yeah. Then I shall continue. <laughs> utterly in the wrong, but still. <laughs> well, this is rumbling for a while. Um, Diego, basically, Batista said, uh, this is the final straw, because what Maradona said was uh, that Batista has been taking bribes to pick certain players for international squads when he was Argentina coach. Mm. You know, you'd think that Maradona would be like sort of keeping a low profile. He's not exactly got nah. a brilliant record when it comes to this sort of thing anyway. I'm the side of the world now. But the, the, the standout quote was from, um, was from uh, the lawyer who said, and get this, this is a good one. You know if we say that the campaign started by Maradona from his position of high public exposure, which is not synonymous with a position of respectability, reached a deliberate crescendo, <laughs> it is because from the initial perjurative references to my client as Pinon Fijo, trying to compare him with the clown, other comments <laughs> followed in the same vein. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah, he probably charged about 100 quid for that letter. Yeah. Right. Um, so we'll let you know what happens, but Sergio's only claiming 3,700 euros against what? him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's probably all he's got. Yeah. <laughs> Maradona's just laughing Have you seen my tax bill? Have you seen it? <laughs> Stick it on the top um, Elsewhere um, Have an earring Elsewhere Diego's almost Fallen out with the CEO Of Al Wassel Well not fallen out But there's a bit of um, <laughs> Dissension around there Because he mm. wants to sign A player called Richard Porter um, And um, It's a strangely English name But it's not yeah, spelled like right, it's, right. it's spelled P-O-R-T-A um, He's saying There's a problem with Porter um, I understand it's difficult But a player worth 20 million May get one or two goals A season But I'd be happy If he only hit the post If he cost one million <laughs> That's not how it works <laughs> You shouldn't be getting paid For hitting the post He played the game Yeah Unless like, From what I remember It was quite good as well yeah. he? <laughs> he also had time to say I'm annoyed with a few things with these players there's a bit of a lack of professionalism and the training isn't consistent mm. oh, that's your yeah. awful you yeah, can that really loud because yeah. he was in a massive glass yeah, house yeah. <laughs> that's all from me there you go right come back and we'll do going for gold I'm good <laughs> <laughs> going for going for gold gold there we go it's going for gold people Whee. Yeah, what are the points again is it f- Four, four, three, one, one. Yeah, four to Marcus, three to Jim, one to me, one to Pete. Who's not even playing? Ha ha, ha ha. Right. First clue, ladies and gentlemen. Looks the lady. I had the nickname Penelone, Big Brush. Stop. Oh no, he's got it. Andre Salenzi. He's got it. I knew that. I knew it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
knew it. First time. Get in there. I knew it. That is the best performance of any guy for Gold ever, isn't it? We've mentioned that oh. many, many times. Have we? I completely missed yeah. that. Uh, He's always, I wouldn't that's care. his favourite nickname, I, wrote, I seem to I remember, down, as a player. To be fair, I wrote down all my li- the list of all the clues. And then at the end, I didn't even write the right player. I wrote, I am Benito Carbone. <laughs> <laughs> I went a bit mad. Shambolic. Uh, oh. Never mind. That's oh, well. the kind of quality you get with the football ramble. I played with Maradona at Napoli. I won the Chevron Award in uh, Serie B Stop. this same year. Andrew <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I, I was signed by Frank Clark, lovely Frank Clark, 1.8 million. Benito Carbone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I always did myself in by just doing the Palo Maldini thing. I thought, no, I'm yeah. not going to. I thought, I knew who it was, but you got there. Desperate. You nearly fell off your chair then. Yeah. That's how I knew you actually knew you it. You needed that. I genuinely didn't. I genuinely, genuinely didn't. I couldn't remember hearing that. Oh, sorry guys. Not to worry. Sorry, you too. <laughs> I, thought, I thought his nickname was the brush, not the big brush, but I thought I'd mm. part anyway. Well, he's very tall, so I mean, the brush wouldn't. Oh, you uh, can't uh, take it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> got it. They probably called him Brusho. <laughs> Coming for you, Campbell. Let's just <laughs> sweep it under the carpet. Now, time hey. for emails. Thank you for uh, for your email, lady. Pete's got the email for today. I have. It's from a man uh, by the name of Steve. Cook. Mm. Uh, the story you mentioned last week on the Ramble about Limpa, Anders Limpa, has a few more funny details. He was told that he was two years in the future rather than the one mentioned in the original email, okay. and his wife was made to look older. <laughs> <laughs> he had a puppy when he left And they had had A fully grown version Of the same dog Waiting to meet him <laughs> Not only that though um, <laughs> He sent a couple of videos I'll stick one on uh, RambleTube At thefootballramble.com <laughs> He gets processed By the military And uh, also they make A newspaper uh, From the future <laughs> Just for him <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Him on the cover Arriving <laughs> <laughs> That's great It stuff. will be big news we, I'll tell you what We should do that in the UK You could definitely get A footballer in England On that mm. Definitely Easily. Easily. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Um, oh, now we've got a, a beauty for you here. Sir Alex Ferguson, it's not Sir Alex Ferguson, <laughs> <laughs> said that Liverpool versus Manchester United is the biggest game in world football. Bollocks. Gary Lineker said it as well. Yeah. Did he really? Mm. Oh, he just copied Alex. He's played in well, he the El Clasico. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I think there's um, two teams in Buenos Aires that might have something to say about that it's the Super Classico Boca Juniors versus River Plate get on (laughs) Super Classico in 2004 we go back (laughs) the Observer did a list of the 50 sporting things you must do before you perish and slightly below the South Coast Derby (laughs) was at number one above things like drive the Monaco GP circuit in your own car see the Olympic 100 metre final watch a boxing match at Madison Square Garden was the Super Classico Buenos Aires (laughs) good stuff number one the haves versus the have nots that's pretty (laughs) massive the chickens versus the pigs there you go we will move on to such things Um, now between them they have an estimated 70% of all the uh, football fans in Argentina that's supporting Boca or River that's mental mm. <laughs> it's a weird service it's the sort of survey they'd actually do in there who's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. the part which team <laughs> um, the rivalry can be traced back to the early 20th century now River Plate were formed in the working class district of La Boca in 1901 go on oh uh, 66 years before the summer of love <laughs> yeah that'll do so yeah. you've got a shoehorn what do you mean that'll do that's right yeah <laughs> you know what I mean um, Boca were formed four years later in 1905 Again, oh, uh, sorry, again. 62 years before the summer alarm. I'm not used to doing two. Um, I shall be invoicing you for double. Thank you. <laughs> Some say the first match between the two happened in 1908 with Boca winning 2-0, but others say it was in 1913 when River won 2-1. So if you ask River fans... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, um, there's some... Go on. 
No, sorry, I, I don't okay. know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> apparently, for the first one in 1913, the ref didn't show up, so an Irish PE teacher named Paddy McCarthy <laughs> <Hang on>. ended <laughs> up refing the game. Baptism of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jim. No, I've got nothing. No, <laughs> I'm right in saying. I'm just trying to work out why that <laughs> situation would ever occur. Is, is anybody, does anybody know an Irish PE teacher? <laughs> it must be very specifically being Irish yeah. PE teacher. <laughs> if he's ro- lost, all the better. The yeah. rivalry wouldn't have been intense back then, is that right? Because it wasn't until River moved to like a more affluent area. Well, let me tell you, pal, it was. 1913, oh, okay. there was crowd trouble. Oh, okay, right. 1913 at this fixture. Yeah. Um, and according to reports... Someone stole someone else's flat cap. Probably. Or yeah. No, uh, seriously, like, apparently River fans were burning the blue, blue and yellow flags of Bocca. It started so <laughs> early. <laughs> Crazy stuff. And according to reports, there were, I love this, in the first classical, pugilistic scenes. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That is a nice term. Pugilistic scenes. 1913. Not Queensbury rules. Webmaster yeah. Matt, get that t shirt made. Uh, even that sounds quite sort of gentlemanly. Doesn't yeah, it? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, anyway, so uh, fast forward a few years. River moved from their original district of La Boca to the higher class area of Nunes in the 1920s. This annoyed Boca, uh, as you would imagine, because River seen moving away from their uh, roots and moving to an area where more of the upper classes lived. So immediately there became a bit of a class. Yeah. Of, yeah. When noises like that happened yeah. around the city, I, I, I genuinely thought that was where a lot of the animosity was born. I didn't know there was that oh, fierce before then. Straight away, get on it. Yeah, it's <laughs> made it worse. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Snobs. But the reason why they moved there apparently was because um, the, the gr- there was cheap ground going. Yeah. So so it wasn't. It, it was a practical yeah, reason. Of course, yeah. a practical reason. Um, now, in the, and now, River get their nickname uh, the Millionaires, not because of the area they moved to. It was because in the in the early thirties they signed a famous player back then in Argentina who loved sharp bread, <laughs> <laughs> called uh, Barnabé uh, Ferreira, uh, nicknamed the Fierce. Yeah. So you don't mess with him. Um, they signed him for a huge fee. This um, is an ironic nickname. Yeah, true. They signed him for a, a huge fee, which apparently um, most of it was paid in gold. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> a man literally worth his own weight. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, yeah, a number of big transfers. That's why it was their their movements in the transfer market, mm. which is why they got the the nickname. So uh, during the 1940s and 50s, we we, we move on there. Uh, a chap called Angel Labrunia, who played for River Plate, scored f- uh, 16 goals in his time for River Plate against Boca, and he's the top goal scorer in the history of that fixture. Um, Boca, in response to Labrunia's impact on the fixture over the years, signed Brazilian. Paolo Ventim now Ventim first arrived at Boca Juniors in 1960 and the club president <laughs> said to him first thing he said to him was right forget about the rest just make sure you score goals against River that's like Rangers to us on Ronaldo <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what eight, um, in his eight appearances he scored ten goals the Brazilian so not enough it's not enough compared to the other guys well that's true that's <laughs> true now um, Joel Richards did a brilliant article um, on this and he, he found that uh, there's also uh, it's the fans are sometimes more fixated in being better fans than yeah. what's going on on the pitch. The Barra Bravas, yeah, yeah. Some of those, some of the sort of the leaders of that said the real contest is against them. Against yeah. <laughs> the opposition fans, um, and uh, the, the Boca fans refer to River supporters as the chickens. Yeah, and the River fans call them uh, the pigs. There's, um, <laughs> there's also River have got the better one there, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, but no, no, no. But they're, they're also. But I think Bocker Stadium used to be an old slaughterhouse, or no? What would it? It was, Isn't it, 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 it was an old factory. That's what I was saying. They said that they smelled, didn't they? Didn't and yeah, they were called. They, they called them the manure handlers. <laughs> 
which I quite like as well. Um, there's also a group of um, supporters in this fixture called uh, the Terrace Drunks. What do they do then? <laughs> but they're like they're like a proper firm, and uh, yeah. they're like the ultras, aren't they? And they sort of um, they have access to like the, the training facilities for some reason. <laughs> like a, they can work out with the players effectively. There are even right. talk of like Boca fan like Barry Bravas. Might have been Joe who said this, or possibly not. Um, I couldn't confirm it's 100. percent Yeah, sorry, that is uh, a football journalist extraordinaire, Joel Richards. Yeah. I should, I should there's state. Talk of like the bar- some of the Barrows Bravas getting like. Um, a percentage of transfer fees and stuff yeah, oh to fund goodness. their activities basically it's, uh, yeah, absolutely it's crazy isn't it crazy. I, I like to think the terrace winos are just a group of old <laughs> winos yeah <laughs> we'd never ask yeah. them would you Jim <laughs> no the uh, terrace GNTs now uh, Boca they claim that half the population plus one supports them which gives them another <laughs> nickname called half plus one the, yeah. the half plus one bad at maths just because yeah. they've yeah. run out of creative ways <laughs> how many nicknames can you have I mean come on I, I like the um, list of players who've played for both teams um, I've, I've got a list of, my, of the best ones and see if you can spot the odd one out so you've go got go Roma's uh, striker extraordinaire Abel Belbo remember yeah, him he's yeah, played yeah, for both yeah. Yeah. Claudio Canidia oh yeah Batagol mm-hmm. um, 1986 World Cup winner Alata Gachia I know where you go with it 1986 uh, World Cup winner Oscar Ruggieri amazing defender one of the best Argentine defenders of all time yeah. Jorge Guayin, yeah. um, Gonzalo Green's dad, Gonzalo. and Arsenal midfielder <laughs> Nelson Vivas. <laughs> <laughs> Esteemed company for uh, yeah, for exactly. and Co. Yeah. I saw Vivas score once against Derby County. So uh, <laughs> the world did, Marcus. You- <laughs> the world did. <laughs> I bet you didn't ever celebrate or frame it, did you? There you go. Um, the rivalry is so intense between the two fans, as we said. In '96, when River played in Tokyo uh, against Juventus in the uh, World Club Cup final, remember it was just the two teams. It was yeah. the South American side against the um, the European uh, yeah. Cup winners before they did the whole uh, the tournament. Now it was against Juventus. The Boca fans. All bought Juventus shirts. Every sports shop in Argentina <laughs> just sold out the Juventus shirts, and the same happened when Boca played Real Madrid in 2000. All the River Plate fans bought Real Madrid kits. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm. I love it. Just it's for that one occasion. You sort of see YouTube videos of that whole situation. And I wouldn't even call them fireworks because they frequently don't. It's just mainly fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just seem to have the, yeah. I'm su- surprised like there hasn't been a huge amount of fatalities at that fixture. They love ticker tape and toilet rolls. They love ticker tape, toilet roll, massive f off. To buggery banners, they yeah. love massive banners. Mm, well, and you can, fire. <laughs> you, you can see the rivalry even when you just look. If, even if you just Google Boca versus River, just the um, there's like rainforests worth of paper in those stadiums, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you can see where they're trying to outdo each other with it. That's yeah. the interesting <laughs> thing. It's, mm. They've got to be better at everything, haven't they? Those yeah, two sets of fans. It's great. There, there was um, from one, afar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrifying at times. <laughs> there, there, there sadly was one great big disaster in 1968 there, where uh, I think 71 fans were killed and 150. Fans were, were injured. There was a lot of pushing and shoving, and, and goodness knows what else going on. And it was absolutely shocking uh, state of affairs there. But um, but that that is made the, the big one, of course. That is the big tragic event between mm. the two of mm. that fixture. But as you say, Pete, largely it's it is a miracle. Yeah, <laughs> it really miracle. is. It really is. Yeah. I mean, and, and the amount of people that pack into those stadiums, it's not like you know yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. talking thirty five thousand people. Well, because if right. the authorities buy into that mentality of one atmosphere, they're going to try and be tempted to let more and more fans in. They should they yeah. should do and that mm. sort of stuff. So it could be dangerous. Uh, in a previous, we're, derby. So, we're so British, aren't we? Well, it does look a little, a little bit dangerous. You know, I'm not sure. <laughs> we can... There are some serious health and safety issues going on here. Yeah. Put your shirt back on, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Forget the passion. Yeah. <laughs> 
in a previous uh, ladies present <laughs> in a previous derby match at Rivers Ground River were 1-0 up this was um, this wasn't that long ago Carlos Tevez was playing for Boca and uh, it was in the Copa Libertadores uh, River 1-0 up and it was the second leg of the semi-final and Boca needed an equaliser to take the game into extra time there's five minutes left Tevez equalised and celebrated by doing a chicken dance to taunt the River fans <laughs> referee Promptly runs over Straight red card <laughs> For, uh, for uh, such an antagonising A red card for potentially putting Thousands <laughs> of lives in danger <laughs> Bit harsh Well you'd think it would be a booking though Wouldn't you well, Straight yeah. red Kevin, maybe Kevin Nolan never gets one Yeah, yeah maybe it's true. true Yeah that's what Nolan's doing He's a big Boca fan <laughs> if, you watch the, uh, if you watch the footage It's quite funny Because the referee the reason for sending him off He then does the chicken dance himself <laughs> <laughs> That's how you have a talk to Tevez To be fair <laughs> hey, The referee in that Roma Lazio game Would have definitely sent him off oh. He was over there That's one thing Reminded me of that um, uh, River Plate have won the league More times than Boca But Boca have won The Libertadores more times I think Boca's head-to-head record Slightly better isn't it as well uh, Slightly better um, And Boca are in the top flight There you are Now uh, the the, uh, the stadiums play their part as well River have El Monumental Great name for a stadium Which is They, they give it the big one because it's considered the home ground of the Argentine <laughs> El Monumental yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely James it works impeccably um, uh, Argentina the, the, play a lot of their home games there so, so River try and give it the big one there yeah. they will use anything won't they oh yeah absolutely <laughs> um, Boca's home ground of course uh, nicknamed La Bombonera which the chocolate, box. the chocolate box um, they uh, <laughs> they would argue that there's a better atmosphere having been to the two I would definitely say it was, was Boca Stadium Are you've been to both have you Mark I thought you dropped that in a there a bit yeah. of research have you done that this week <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'd like to point out that um, Chocolate Box is the name of my R&B album there's a wonderful fact about La Bombonera um, the only Coca-Cola adverts in the world that are not red and white they're black and white in Boca because red and white are River Plate's colours <laughs> that is another lovely little That's bit how about that do you think they'd be um, blue and yellow yeah rather than black and white which was the colour of Lenny Kravitz's guitar when he performed there Wow. <laughs> now, River. Okay, let's have a competition here. River or Boca, who have had the best artists play in their stadiums? Boca have had Lenny Kravitz, Elton John, James Blunt, yeah. oh. the Bee Gees, and the Backstreet Boys. Compare that that's to. Ter- that's a terrible list. Yeah, that is horrendous. Compared to you River Plate. Pick anyone here. <laughs> compared to River Plate, Rolling Stones, David Bowie, Guns N' Roses, Michael Jackson, oh. ACDC. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Bocker of Storm, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all remember that Backstreet Boys yeah. second album. Isn't there a thing about Bocker's kit as well that they chose the colours of the first ship that came into port? Mm. That's right. Um, yeah. Or the flag the on flag, that ship yeah. when they were forming the club and it was a Swedish it flag. It was a Swedish flag. Oh, yeah. nice one. I don't know if there's anything. I think there's probably a similar thing about um, Rivers kind of stripe yeah. the diagonal stripe I'm, I'm not sure what it is off the top of my head but I think there's something mm. uh, significant about their kit as well now uh, both Boca that's and a good um, idea of a fact yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 we won't give knowledge. you a fact we'll just tend to be around one show you that there <laughs> might be one yeah. you do the maths yeah. don't do it all for them do yeah. we uh, both River and Boca have celebrated title wins at each other's ground um, Boca <laughs> uh, regardless Boca. of where they won them, <laughs> yeah. just, just rock up <laughs> well, regardless if they won ah, it or not pig slash chickens well, yeah. you, you say that, Jimbo. It kind of um, Boca. <laughs> the Boca won the league um, at the championship after drawing two all at Rivers Ground, but River did manage to get revenge. How, well, they'd already won the league before going to Boca uh, to, to play them, but they they were celebrating before the match had begun. 
They're like really rubbing <laughs> yeah. it in. Well, they lose the game. Somewhere. No, they won the game, but it's become a famous derby as they needed to use an orange ball due to all the toilet roll that had been thrown <laughs> on the pitch. <laughs> I love that they knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Oh, Pro- these these foreigners haven't got the passion, have they? No. They haven't got the passion. They haven't. In a recent derby... They haven't got the toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone at Fratton Park throw a program on the floor once. No way. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Uh, in a recent derby match uh, in March 2010, the game was abandoned after nine minutes due to heavy rain. Um, it should never even gone ahead, but the, the referee's the the yeah. like, come on, let's get on with it. This so is when the, uh, the fans were literally swimming, weren't yeah, they, in, right, the, in, in the, the sort of upper tiers. Yeah. That was, that was, it only lasted nine minutes, the game. It was the first time in 17 years of the fixture that it had to be suspended um, the Which match is a good was record given how, yeah, how yeah. passionate they are the match was restarted uh, three days later not replayed restarted so they had two halves of 41 minutes <laughs> <laughs> incredible um, now after every match when there's a winner not when there's a draw when there's a winner around the city of Buenos Aires apparently lots of posters and banners are put up by the victorious side giving it big time to the losing team this all began uh, apparently during Boca's winning run in the 90s and uh, there was one occasion when Boca went into a match on the back of all these victories and the River fans were said to be a bit nervous about the game because they thought they were going to get hammered so Boca fans were putting up posters of um, a chicken lying on a psychiatrist's couch <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, we, which I thought were anything but we shall, we shall end with a quote from Maradona who else he said I played in a Barcelona Real Madrid game a match that is so important because it involves two huge cities but Boca River is something else it's like going to bed with Julia Roberts (laughs) (laughs) a very airty reference (laughs) get in there Boca River come Boca River to the uh, Dean Windass Hall of Fame yeah Boca River yeah that's Jez Blunt I wish you hadn't done that you cheapened it (laughs) there we go that is the end of the football ramble this week if you would like to win a copy of Pez 2012 then get in touch to show at thefootballramble.com with your answer to the opening question that was at the start of this show. Yeah, get in touch to show at the Football Ramble. Ha, lols. Uh, so <laughs> we are sponsored by PES 2012 uh, during the month of October. Forever evolving, forever football, forever proevo. Forever. Just visit facebook.com forward slash PES for more info on that particular mm. thing. And if you'd like more info on football and that, go to thefootballramble.com, Jimbo. Mm. <clears throat> This week on our Intersight, there are blogs from Luke on England's talisman syndrome. Get over there, have a look at that. There's Rupert Fryer on South American World Cup, uh, World Cup, World Cup <laughs> flying. Let's call that. And that's already started. Uh, there's James Appel on the questions hanging over Russia as they head into Euro 2012, and many, many more blogs. There are pick live previews, there's minute by minute, there's Dean Windass Hall of Fame, and the infamous forum where you can read about all kinds of strangeness. So do get over to thefootballramble.com. I think there should be a World Cup uh, cauliflower. <laughs> it w- would be the head of the World Cup, wouldn't it? It could just be a, could be a leak for the shaft, and then on the top, a cauliflower. Shaft. The shaft of the World Cup. Think about how, how the World Cup looks. Say goodbye, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Say goodbye, Pete. Cauliflower. And say goodbye, Luke. <laughs> goodbye. See you next time. Cauliflower. Ryan Taylor. This is Shola Ramiopi. Oh, what a goal! That is a thumper from Amiobi, and Newcastle are level again. Go fuck yourself, <laughs> Do it properly this time, though, because always Marcus laughs. Pretending too much. you're a Japanese porn star. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.